Hello and welcome to Phantom Munich. And guess who's back? Back again. <gasps> Hello, boys. How are you? Oh. I, I, I had to get about the freezer and floor him out, Liam. Oh. So. Damn it. I know. I feel invigorated. I feel ready. I feel fresh to go with the new season. How are you, boys? How are, hello, Liam. Hello, Carl. How are you? Uh, I, I, I know you're invigorated because your, your penis is just bloody wafting in my face. Can you, can, can you put it away, please? I mean, um, I, I wish I could, but I, I, am, <laughs> I am blessed with this. Okay, sure. If you call yeah. that a blessing, good for you. Yeah, no, I I had a week off. Uh, I had some personal uh, problems uh, to deal with. I, I I let these two fly on their own. And to be honest, boys, what a podcast you did! Oh, thanks, appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I loved it. it. It was it was a nice it was a nice change of pace without listening to uh, a brummy. Who knows? <laughs> Talk about football. Uh, but obviously, um, they did the predictions for the, the Premier League season. We are back now with the Premier League season that kicked off this Saturday. How happy were you two to see football back? Ecstatic. Oh, so happy, yeah. And nice to see some updates, uh, some, some upsets early on almost. So um, it's been, it's been yeah. quite eventful. Yeah, big time. I mean, I was... The only, the only downside to me, obviously... It was a bittersweet thing with no fans being there. I mean, for me, there is nothing greater than opening day of a season. Mm. Go go to the stadium, seeing seeing your friends that you probably haven't seen for like three months, obviously because the football been finished, and then you well not that long, but then you come back and then yeah, it's brilliant. And that's why it's kind of bittersweet uh, with what happened Sunday. I wish I was there, but I couldn't be there. I tell you, I was kind of glad I wasn't there, but we'll get into that in a bit. We're going to talk first with the first, the, the opening game of the Premier League season, uh, promoting Fulham against uh, Arsenal. So I think we'll we'll kick off first with the Arsenal fan, Liam. How happy were you with this result? Oh, I was very happy. I mean, we, first of all, we usually opening day is kind of a hellish time for us because we usually lose to people like Villa. Um, especially in 2013 with um, Gabby Hall, the legend. Um, but um, was it him? No. Oh, but well, well, someone beat us anyway. But um, yeah, it was nice to see. We it did lose to Villa once. Yeah. yeah. So go on. And Liverpool. And Liverpool. I think and it's been Liverpool. quite a few. <laughs> I think we've won, won. I think two in in the last decade. As far as yeah. I remember. Yeah. Um, so I think we beat Leicester. Um, I think we beat. I remember Aaron Ramsey scoring gold in 2015. But regardless, it was it was it was um. I mean, it was a pretty easy game. Fulham really didn't didn't put much effort into it at all. But it's fine because they won the demos. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hear Tony's really pleased. Um, so Dave Meltzer's kind of come out in their defence. You know, we, we lost three 0 but um, you know, it's, uh, actually, I think it's four 0 But still, it's it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I do, I watched this live, and I think Arsenal looked sharp. They looked mm. quick with the ball. There wasn't much. There wasn't uh, Arsenal before they used to slow it down and stuff like that. But the, it was quick. It was that the pace was there. I mean, Al, um, today Al Nenny has come out and. 
I think it's a great little thing he said. Um, he said, uh, we feel like we are more aggressive. Everyone just wants to give 100%. This is what we miss in Arsenal because at Arsenal, we always love to play football, but we didn't care about giving 100%. But now we can see everyone does, even the kit man. So that's with mm. Al Nenny. And that's, Al Nenny, for me, had a fantastic game. First game in, I think, first game since May 2019. he come back, looked really good. Um, I tell you, a player who impressed me as well, uh, Gabriel. Oh, absolutely. Fanta- fantastic debut. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's ahead of us. Looks a good signing, doesn't he? And uh, a man you weren't too keen on bringing in, uh, I thought played really well, uh, William. Yeah, he's um, he's really shown that, I mean, I've kind of softened to it over time, and obviously he had a very, very good debut. Um, I just hope it doesn't turn out like Mkhitaryan, who also got two assists on his debut. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's it does happen, a, doesn't it? Yeah, but they start off well and then seem to disappear into obscurity. Yeah, but it looks like um, it, it was a bit of a shame to see Pepe kind of not really play much from the game because he he did very well when he came on. But I think we can see William kind of maybe be going into midfield in the future if he swapped to a fullback. What I was annoyed at though is um, Saliba not coming into the team, which is a bit of a shame because we've waited at least a year. And I, my fantasy football team was not very happy, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> For me, so, um, I don't, I don't think you can knock Holden. I think Holden mm. had a Holden had a very good game against Liverpool in the Community Shield. Um, he's a hell of a player. And I think he's took that forward. I mean, I think. Um, obviously, I think this could be his breakout season for Arsenal if he gets if he stays injury free. I think Arsenal have got fantastic centre half. Partnerships, as you say, with uh, Gabriel and uh, Saliba, uh, our Lord and Saviour, David Louise. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think Arsenal, I think this is the first time, I think for me, Arsenal have got a slightly steady defence for the first time in, it feels like, decades since that's happened. Um, I will say as well, though, um, uh, I just want to ask you a question on this. The Sabayas and Ketia uh, scuffle. Uh, during the warm-ups. Uh, I, I, for me, I've seen nothing wrong with it. Uh, what about you two? Do you, do you, do you think that's uh, 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 something you don't want to see or is it something you, you like to see in a way? Um, I don't really know what really happened between them, to be honest. So I know all of it is they had a bit of a scuffle, but I don't know what it was about or all the reasons behind it. But if it's like just about sort of giving it all and putting it all out on the pitch. I don't see anything wrong with a bit of handbags as long as they can kiss and make up. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird... It's a bit of, it's slightly childish. I, I didn't really care to see it, but, um, I mean, they seem to be kissed and made up on social media. Um, yeah. So, I guess it's not really much of a big deal. I was very surprised because Sabayas always seems... Well, I mean, you always seem like... A, a bit of a, I don't know how to, what's the best way to say it, but it always seems a little bit difficult, um, particularly for opponents. So that's, that's kind of weird to see him kind of argue with his teammate. But um, he came on, so I guess it's nothing yeah. to worry about. Well, I think, I think Rio Ferdinand put it perfectly. Rio Ferdinand said, you see this all the time in training. It's just that there happens to be cameras here. You caught, you caught it there. So for me, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it, but... I do think though that Arsenal can take this as a as a stepping stone and go forward. I mean, hmm. 
Uh, Arteta's 18th win in 30 games, which is a fantastic um, uh, return. Because everyone thought, oh, Arteta's going to get a Arsenal. He's not going to do well. I think he's absolutely transformed the club in the time he's been there. Yeah, because I, I remember you saying that you thought um, we should bring in Allegri, which I kind of see what where you're coming from, but I think Arteta's definitely been the right choice. And now he's been promoted to um, first team manager from head yeah. coach. So it's I, very clear that everyone trusts him completely. Yeah. I, I, t- I tell you, another person who impressed me as well, uh, Maitland Niles. Mm. He, he, he wasn't as good as the Liverpool game, but he was still pretty solid. Yeah. But I, th- I, I think this, uh, obviously, it's only one game in, but I think Arsenal can take a lot of positives from it to, to move on with it. Uh, we'll go to the next game uh, Palace versus Southampton. Uh, a routine win for, well, not routine win, but Palace winning 1 0. Uh, Wilfred Zaha scoring. Uh, Got to ask you two just this. Do you think Palace will struggle if Zaha does go, or do you think Zaha will stay at Crystal Palace? I mean, He'll definitely struggle a little bit if he does go. Whether he whether he stays or not, I don't know. Depends who comes in for him and, and what the offer is. Do we know if there's any interested parties in him? I've not anything. No, well, same thing. here. That's what I mean. Well, listen, Hodgson's come out and said that he wants to move to a big team, but let's be honest. Look at the look, let's look at the big six. Do they need a Wilfred Zaha? To be fair, maybe Manchester United. I mean, this feels like it's been years ago, but I do kind of wonder if maybe Zaha would be a decent signing for them, even if he plays on kind of the wrong part of the pitch. I don't think they'd have him back because he was on the books for a short while, but Moyes didn't really give him much of a chance. Yeah. And apparently, he was he never he never really showed anything in training was Moyes' excuse, but I don't know. Well, this I think obviously we'll we'll, we'll we'll talk about Man United there. Obviously they did play, uh, obviously because they were involved in the Europa League final. But Carl, I can ask you this: Is the Jaden Sancho stuff just annoying you? The fact he's dragging on, the fact that they've been linked with Gareth Bale, uh, David Brooks, another one they've been linked with. Um, is it frustrating for you as a Man United fan just seeing all the people you're linked with, and then you'll probably won't, you'll probably side with the Troy Deeney. Yeah, it, it it does get a little bit frustrating, yeah. But it's always it's always kind of been part of the part of the being a United fan. We've you know, in a link with anybody and everybody it seems. Um they don't want to pay that hundred and eight million for him and I, I don't see it happening to be honest, unless as I said in your the last week's part, it's a last minute panic buy because we've yeah. lost Two or three games or something. I, I have to ask you actually because obviously it's kind of been very like you know everyone's saying oh you need like a right forward. Do you, do you think? Because I, I can't remember his first name, but Chong I hear was quite a talent. Were you surprised to see him go out on loan, not be given a chance? Not really. He he's not got a lot of game time at United, so it's probably a good idea to get him like on game time for gain a like bit Mark, of experience like, um, true but then someone like um, Greenwood and Rashford have got an awful lot of experience because of Man United I kind of wondered if they maybe missed a trick there I, I think 
try. He's not obviously he's not at the level of a of a Greenwood and a Rashford. No. Those th- th- those two are just exceptional talents for the the ages that there are. I mean, I can't believe Rashford's played over two hundred games for Man United and he's twenty two. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, but I, I do think that the Man United situation. I mean, I was reading the, the you know the gossip column in the papers. I think I read there was eight players linked with Man United in the first little uh, six bulletins that were there. Just there going. Just Jesus Christ! This is this is why fans get frustrated because they see, oh, we've been linked with Gareth Bale, or oh, we're going to get Gareth Bale. It turns out you're signing someone who's going. Yeah, but just because the Paps are linking United yeah. players doesn't actually mean United are actually interested. They might have mm. maybe sounded them out, but yeah, um, unless you put it in an official bid, I don't really take any notice of it. Exactly. I think that what I mean by that though is you've got the, the Bale's the, the... in his thirties now. I don't think I don't think Solskjaer wants players of that age. He's trying to bring in uh, younger talent, so I don't put much credence in the Bale rumours. I, I I I agree with it. I mean, Gareth Bale, um, he's made it clear he doesn't want to leave Real Madrid because he likes a golf course. He's round there, but um... <laughs> his reason is any. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, he's getting paid 600 grand a week to play golf. And what I love the fact is that he's he's bullying the biggest team in the world because they want to get rid of him, but he's saying, eh, fuck you. I'm staying. Um, but I do, I do, I do, just, just one more question about you before we move on. Uh, given the choice between Brooks, Sancho or Zaha, I know it's three players that are probably saying the same position. Who would you take out of those three? Uh, we don't need any. We just put Jay Lings in there. Good shout! Yeah, fantastic player. Meet Jesse Lingard, that young English talent that yeah is a waste. We don't, we don't need. We can just play him and the goalkeeper, and we're fine. To be honest, future future West Brom legend. So um, <laughs> you know, no, obviously I'd prefer Sancho, but it is a lot of money to splash out and. Without the fans coming in spending their dollar, it has made it harder for um, certain teams that don't have Olga Riches uh, and Saudi Princes funding them. I mean, I, I think you have more than enough money, in fairness. Well, I don't know, all goes into these debts the Glazers created, doesn't it? So I don't know. It's a complicated situation at United. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I guess we should probably move on to the next game, um, which I can't actually remember what the next game is. Um, Reese has um, died, so um, yeah, yeah, we've lost our, gr- our leader. He's in that hour of need. What are we going to do, Carl? What are we going to do? I think we're Liverpool and Liverpool and Leeds is the next one on my list. That's Hello, you... that was quite an interesting I'm... match. Are you all right there, Reese? Oh, Reese. Yeah. Hello. Sorry. Uh, my, uh, I, I dropped my phone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, See, uh, no, this is why we dropped him. Me and the um, we're oh. a professional outfit. And we, 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 we trust him for a second, and he fucks us. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I was going to say Liverpool versus Leeds for the last one, but I was just quickly doing Newcastle versus uh, West Ham. Okay. Uh, Newcastle winning 2-0, Wilson Hendrick, the Davidson scoring. Um, West Ham, they just look to be already in trouble, don't they? Yeah, they look doomed, to be honest, already. 
bless him, I know it's early days, but Callum Wilson looks like an inspired signing for Newcastle, uh, mm. scoring straight away. Um, Hendrick got an assist and a goal, so um, he, he looks like he might have a decent season. He, he's a yeah. solid player, Hendrick, to be fair. Hey, that's, that's what he is. He's, he's, he's not a well-beater, but he's a very solid He's a very solid player. Mm. Sometimes that's what you need at teams like Newcastle, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to the game. For, for me, the game of the weekend, Liverpool versus uh, Leeds United. Uh, wait, Liverpool wait, wait, wait. I, I have to ask first. Do, 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 you see, um, do you see West Ham going down? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Well, unless yeah, they yeah. can make improvements. Who is their manager? David Moyes. Who I keep getting told is a good manager and he was dealt a poor deal at Man United. No, I'm sorry, he's shit. <laughs> uh, no, he's, he's... I mean, to me, he, he had... He, he was good for Everton, that's it. Well, he, um, he kept them in a reasonable place in the league, but in 10 years he couldn't even win them a league cup, so tells you all you need to know. Yeah, he's had I mean, Arteta, you know, I, I think that kind of sums it up. I mean, I even Birmingham could win the league cup. Exactly. Yeah, we can we can't, but still, <laughs> <laughs> you win the FA you win the FA Cup every other season. That's that's good enough. Yeah, true, true, true. Also, uh, yeah, sorry, gone. Uh, so we'll just move on to the. To, uh, uh, I think the the game of the week: uh, Liverpool versus Leeds, four uh, three to Liverpool. Um, Salah hat trick, Van Dijk scoring as well, but Harrison, Bamford, and Click scoring for for Leeds. How good were Leeds United? They were excellent. I wasn't expecting this, and I wasn't expecting Liverpool to be quite so shaky at the back as well, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, Big Van Dyke is turning into Big Van Choke. This is pretty (laughs) mental to see. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, with this display, he could play for Arsenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take him. I mean, he's better than David Luiz, so. (laughs) But no, do do you think that's what it was? Do you think it was Liverpool playing poorly, or do you think it was Leeds playing well? Which one do you think it was? I think yeah, the mentality both. isn't there for Liverpool. But yeah, I, I think Leeds got their tactics fantastically. They, they were so bold with their tactics. I don't know, have you seen their formation up against um, Liverpool? Yeah, fantastic formation. It's like a what? It's like a four. It's like a four-one-five. Yeah, so it's four-one-four-one. Bloody mental. They probably underestimated. They probably underestimated their um, opposition a little bit as well. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, I think I said to you two. I think Le- Le- I said to you two, Leeds are going to get a, mm. a, 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 a welcome back to the Premier League. They didn't want, and to be honest, they played superbly. But I, I do want to say this though: since lockdown, Leeds have just been on another level. To uh, they were on another level in the Championship to West Brom, Brentford, etc. And then they've carried it on. They look so fit and so they're just they're just relentless. They don't stop running. They don't stop mm. working for each other. And yeah, fantastic, f- fantastic display by them. Also, um, Calvin Phillips, what a bloody player! Fantastic player. Like Jesus, if he's not like snapped up by like a top four club, then uh, like someone needs to ch- like change their recruitment because Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was shocked last season he wasn't. I, mean, I-, I know last season that the uh, Aston Villa put the bid for him. I think it was close to happening. And then, and then Leeds offered him a new contract with the improved terms. He stayed at Leeds. Obviously, he comes to the Leeds Academy. Fantastic player. But I've just got some st- uh, just got some stats, though, just here. Um, Mo Salah is the first player ever to score on the opening day of four consecutive league seasons for Liverpool. Oh, wow. 
It's very impressive. And Liverpool have now won each of the last 35 games in which Mo Salah has scored. <laughs> so, it just shows how important Mo Salah is to, to Liverpool. Um, but I do want to say, though, was it a penalty? Uh, I've not seen the first penalty, but a lot of people are telling me it, it was harsh. It's harsh. It's harsh. Like I see because his arm is quite far away from his body. Yeah. Um, and in, in that sense, it is. But it, it was deflected off his leg. Um, but the thing is, I think it might have gone in if it if it didn't tap his yeah. arm. Yeah. I mean, so. Salah's second goal was absolutely beautiful. Oh man, but his he. I think in terms of a finish, he's probably the best in the Premier League. Uh, yeah. and, like. I, I He's up there, isn't he? I think I think it goes him, Kane, Aguero, um, uh, Robson, Cardo, mm. um, Abamyang, Squilacci. Yeah, I mean, I was picking pre- pre- I was picking current Premier League players. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I, I, I was thinking all time. So he always has to he always has to go <laughs> in a different really? direction, doesn't he? Um, but I, I, I just want to say this though, another stat though, this incredible stat. Liverpool extended their unbeaten home league run to 60 games. Wow. Uh, they've won 49 through 11. There's something wrong with them though. Do you think they're tired? Like, do you think, do you think now that they've kind of they've finally got the title, they're like, okay, it doesn't really matter now. Or, or do you think they just need time to get back into it? I think, uh, I think teams are free to play against them. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that I think all you gotta do here is nullify nullify Mane, and that means that Firmino has to come deeper. Salah's left on his own. Alexander Ronaldo, I think, had a very, very, very poor game. Yeah, like, when he when he's yeah. when Liverpool don't have control of the game, like if they're not dribbling and if they yeah. don't have possession, they kind of struggle a little bit. Yeah, um, I do think that. Um, <laughs> Daya Lovren made <laughs> Daya Lovren was missed. <laughs> um, I do think though that I think Liverpool for me are very reliant on that front three with good reason, very good reason they're reliant on that front three. But I do think if they get into that front three, I think they will be exposed. Yeah. Do you do you think Liverpool might find it hard to retain the title with? Because they haven't really brought any fresh faces in this season, have they? No, I agree with you. I think I think Liverpool. I think it's easier chasing the title than it is defending the title. Mm. I mean, if I could, I mean, to be honest, we we can bring it to wrestling. Um, I think I had this conversation. I think I had this conversation with someone. Kenny Omega, for me, perfect example for this. Kenny Omega chasing the the IWGP GP title there was incredible. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic chase. When he won the belt. It was very anticlimactic, his title run. It was a good title run, but I don't think it was at the level of his chase. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. I think that's what Liverpool do. I think Liverpool, they could, they've won it. And I think they're basically just say, OK, so we, we do we really need to change the way we play? Do we need to bring the players? We, 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 to, do we need to bring in players to mess up the system, maybe? And look at what Tottenham did, though. Tottenham didn't buy anyone for like two years, I think it was. And did they did they really progress? Not really. Exactly. Nah, that's what I mean, they're going backward. They're going backwards. If yeah. if anything, and, and that's what. What I mean? Yeah, granted, yeah, Poch got them to a Champions League final. Yes, but 
They didn't progress in the league. They didn't win a tr- like the League Cup or the FA Cup or anything like that. They didn't really progress. They got close in the league, but they never yeah. kind of they never they never fulfilled their their potential. I, I think I think that could be a detriment to Liverpool the fact that they haven't brought anyone. But if they bring in the play that they that they're speaking about bringing in, which is obviously Thiago, mm. I think him in the midfield could be the final piece of that jigsaw. Yeah, apparently we're we're sort of sniffing around him as well, as in United. Yeah. So, um, but neither team seems to want to pay uh, the thirty million fee because his contract's coming to an end or something. So, to be honest, I, I don't even know. Both teams want to get him a bit cheaper. I, I don't. I don't even know if Thiago is what's needed. I think they just need to give a head out of their asses. I, I, I think if they had, I think Cater, Cater's good, but Cater's mm. not the level of Fabinho. I think the midfield was Fabinho, Henderson, and Thiago. I think that's a very, very solid midfield, a very good midfield that will complement the front three really well. Mm. Um, but I, I do think, I mean, obviously we're, we're criticising Liverpool. It's one game. Yeah, and they still won, even though they didn't play too great. I mean, that's. What championship winning teams do do in fairness, they they grind out the win when they, you know, really didn't deserve it. Exactly. I mean, look look at Man United. Man United did that for years, or they played poorly, but exactly. they'd always they'd always sneak a, a goal to get a draw or that one nil win. Arsenal did it for years with that. Uh, we only we always win one nil. The Arsenal mantra. Mm. Mm. Um, it just shows that if you have that mentality, the fact that you 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 know full well that you can do something. I don't think you lose it. I think that Liverpool, I think Klopp has installed that in Liverpool, and I think I think I think, I think it's a great place for the season anyway. I think between uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Man City for me, yeah. Um, and I think we'll 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 see how it goes. I mean, obviously, as I said, it's the first game of the season. Liverpool still won, and as, as you said, Carl, they showed a champions mentality. Um, we move on to Sunday. Um, we'll start with Tottenham versus Everton. Uh, Everton winning one nil. Um, Calvert Calvert Lewin goal, fantastic header. But I do want to say, Hamid Rodriguez, what a debut! Oh man, what a player as well. Like, you kind of forget how good he is. Also, I love this game. I don't know why. It's not just because it's Spurs lost, but there's something really fascinating about this game. Yeah, it was a fantastic game. Unfortunately, as it works, so I missed this one. Uh, uh, Everton. Everton, for me, look like dark horses this season for something. They have an identity now. They they look like a team. Yeah. I think Allen is probably the best signing of the summer. Uh, I, I, I think Decore. I think Decore for me. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, think, I think their best signing was actually last season, bringing in Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got mm-hmm. a world-class manager who knows how to win things. He's obviously been promised... Um, Back financial backing by their new super at Jonas, um, and yeah, he's, he's brought some really top talent in already. Yeah, I mean mm. that, that for, for me, an unsung hero of that team is Luca D, uh, Dinia. Luca Dinia is one of the best fullbacks in the Premier League. Um, yeah, that, for, that game, that free kick, wow! What a free, mm. what a what a ball that was in for, for Calvert Lewin, and I think Calvert Lewin as well has really come on since Ancelotti's been at Everton. Oh, he, he's developed into a really solid, really solid player. I, I, I could see him maybe being at the Euros. Uh, yeah, I mean, t- to be honest, 
is Harry Kane, uh, just, just talk about Tottenham now. Harry Kane, obviously, Tottenham striker. Is Harry Kane's place in the England squad under threat now? It should no. be because he hasn't been he hasn't been at his level for about two plus years. I'm not just saying it because I'm an Arsenal fan. I think he's really, <laughs> I, I think he's really really underwhelmed and kind of overhyped about him. It's kind of pissed me off because I think it is slightly undeserved. Because you know if, if if you want to be the best player in the world, you got to fucking play, mate. No, I agree. I agree with Liam, but his position won't be under threat because he's captain. He's clearly Southgate's favourite, and I've seen it. We've all seen it. Maybe me a bit more because I'm older, but I've seen it with Shearer when he was completely out of form. He was still, he was still picked for every match. Yeah. Quite rightly so in some cases, but yeah, you, you just know these favourites. I mean, Gerard and Lampard were always picked, even when Gerard was well into his 30s and mm. outsiders, you know, completely past his best, bless him. Um, you know, this is the way it is. The managers say they don't have favourites, but they clearly do. I'm just, I'm just saying, look, cause you, look, you look at the English strikers that are, you've got, now, obviously you've got Harry Kane, you've got Rashford, you've got Greenwood, you've got Inkt, uh, Calvert-Lewin, mm. um, yeah, but you could probably coax Vardy out of a time, and if you really tried hard enough. I, I, I don't think Vardy will. I think Vardy's. I think Vardy made a, the right decision in terms of prolonging his career by playing more for Leicester. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get we'll get into Jamie Vardy in a minute, obviously. But um, England for, for me, England for the first time in years have got a fantastic depth in each position. They do seem to, don't they? When everyone's yes, I mean, sort of fit and available and not yeah. bringing girls into their hotel rooms <laughs> and what have you. I mean, I, I, I like a Greek to just go that Greenwood's response was perfect. I think it was, it was, a, it was a very mature thing what he said. He said, um, obviously, uh, I'm 18, but being a footballer, I know there's going to be more pressure on me and there's going to be more eyes on me. So I've got to stop doing the things he's doing. But let's be honest, he's 18 years of age. I mean, I know me and I know us three aren't professional footballers, but at age eighteen we were doing stupid shit, weren't we? Let's be honest. I'm but, still doing it. Stupid shit at Florida. Yeah, like I thought <laughs> we would still do that. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I do feel for, I do feel for him in that way. The fact he's he's still a young kid and it, I, I hate him that he's that much younger than me. But that you feel. I am old enough to be his dad, so you know. But you're old enough to be his granddad. <laughs> Um, but just go back to this game, though. Uh, Evans, um, just go to... Rodriguez played five opportunities for his teammate. The, uh, the most by player on their debut since Alexis Sanchez. And uh, I do get that little, that little whiff of Sanchez about him. Uh, the way he plays, the way he conducts himself on the pitch. Obviously, don't be a cock and demand 500 grand a week that you're not going to get. But I think <laughs> Rodriguez could be the catalyst for them. Yeah, definitely. He and, kind uh, of, he kind of reminds me of a Messi in a way. Like he just, he doesn't mean really move that much. He, he's really fucking good at dribbling, but he kind of just, he can pass it anywhere on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, he's just, yeah. he's just genius. I mean, and also the, the reports go around that they got him on a free transfer as well. Come on. Did, did, I thought we paid like twenty. 20 yeah, million. I thought I thought they paid about twenty well, million for him. Saw that, but then there's all the reports going out. They've got him in a free transfer. So I, uh, if that's wrong, then I'll take it back. But I'll try and find it for you both, and I'll send it. Yeah, but um, Tottenham, obviously Tottenham, 
uh, looked still cheap. Still cheap, anyway. If it, if yeah. <laughs> thing um, is, I think it's actually a very good result for Tottenham in a way because I think it's better that they lose this game than lose one of the big ones against Liverpool or Man City. I I, I think this probably gave them a bit of a kick up the arse, and they probably should be okay. Well, we'll I go. don't know. I, they just seem to be on a backwards trajectory to me, Spurs, and I, I'm not sure what you do to to sort of stop the decline, really. Well, should, should we should we save a certain somebody hmm. uh, for the end topic? Yeah. But we'll get we'll get to the other game. Obviously, my team, Arsenal, will be back in the Premier League for the first time in two years. Playing uh, against Leicester, Leicester winning three nil. Um, two Vardy penalties and uh, Castagne goal. Do you know what? I wasn't disheartened at all by this. No, Leicester are a good team and they look pretty good to be fair. Yeah, I mean, Leicester finished in the top. Leicester, they're a top 16. They played really well. Uh, I think first half, first half, we we were superb first half. I was going to say, you must Um, have been having a bit of the match because I saw uh, a message from Nathan saying Leicester are a shambles. Yeah. We, we, we played really well. Pereira, Diagana, Robinson, they all looked good. They was all getting to spaces, but it's been screaming out for the past three years, we need a striker. Mm. We mm. need a striker who can be... I mean, Charlie Austin, we thought was the answer. He's not the answer. Dwight Gale, people keep... Albany fans pining for Dwight Gale. Dwight Gale is a championship striker at best. Yeah, he always does well in the championship, but as soon as he moves up to the Premier League, it doesn't quite click for him, does it? Exactly. I mean, and, mm. and, and the fans are going to make us uh, sign Troy Deeney. I'm sorry, I take Troy Deeney in a heartbeat. He's got Premier League experience. He knows where the goal is. He's a he's a big man up front as well. He's not afraid to to, to get in there, get in the bait, to to muscle around. I think he'll, he's perfect for you. Yeah, he's he'll he'll bring Pereira in. He'll bring Dean Garner in. He'll bring Robinson in. Sawyer. He'll bring. All those players into the game, and for the Albion fans, some of the Albion fans I've seen moan about this result, saying, "Oh, oh, it's a long hard season. We're going to get relegated." Blah, 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 blah. Just it's one fucking game against a team. Let that. Let's be honest. Should have got to the Champions League last season. Yeah, they should have. To be honest, they should have. Um, obviously, the penalties. Uh, Bartley for the first one was just stupidness. He didn't need to bring Vardy down. Um, yeah, and the second one, bit unfortunate. Doro Shade didn't see Justin coming. He went for the ball, kicked Justin, went down. Uh, but I'm not disheartened at all. I'm quite, uh, I was quite happy in a way. Not not happy with us losing 3 0, but I was quite happy with the performance of the first half. I think if we get a striker in, I think we could do more. Mm. And yeah, I, I, I think, yeah. Things that, like, I, I don't see why you can't get someone like even just a, like a young striker on loan. Like I, I don't know if you'd be, be able to get Inketia, but I think someone of that kind of ilk would maybe be a good shout for you. I, not Inketia. No, I think we need. All. I think no. I think we need someone with Premier League experience because this team that we've got, it's not Premier League experience. Yes, Gibbs has played in the Premier League many years for Arsenal. Um, Bartley played as well for, for Swansea. We've got Hagazi who played for us in there. But Pereira hasn't played in the Premier League. Furlong hasn't. Diagana hasn't. Diagana's played a few games at West Ham. But I think we need that team. We, we need some Premier League experience in there. And yeah, 
I, I, we get someone in, and I think we'll kick off. I said this to you both. 17th, 17th for me is positive. If you stay up, you're happy. Exactly. Stay if we're happy, and then we kick on, and we go from there. Uh, yes, we're bottom of the league because we, you know, also follow bottom game. of the bottom two because it's one game and three goals. But you know what? I'm not disheartened. We move on. And yeah, we, we've, we, and I think we, we've got Harrogate. I know it's a Carabao Cup. We've got Harrogate Town in the Carabao Cup. Get a result from there. Give them some confidence. And we'll just build from there. We've got uh, Everton away on Saturday. Oof. Game. That could tough. be another tricky game after what you were just saying about Everton. Yeah, tough game, but you know what? Hopefully, and, and also, get, um, just to put this out there, if, we, if, if Branislav Ivanovic has joined the Albion, fantastic signing. Again, mm. Premier League experience. Yeah, that's another one I've seen the yeah, um, fans moaning about, but he's someone who could do a good job for a season at, yeah. at least. Still stick him up front, I say. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Look, look, Dora O'Shea yeah, has not played in the Premier League. He can learn a lot from Ivanovic. Exactly. Uh, when we saw Gareth Barry, uh, Samfield learned a lot. Rakeem Harper learned a lot from Gareth Barry. It's not always what they do on the pitch uh, on match day signings like that. It's uh, what they do in the dressing room and um, on the training pitch as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we saw that with Arteta. Everyone was kind of everyone wanted him gone because he wasn't. Arsenal quality, but in in the you know on the training pitch in the dressing room, he was absolutely immense, and I do think we would have got Champions League without him. Yeah, and it's one reason I always thought City were wrong to let company go. They should have offered him some sort of coaching role or something, even if he didn't want to, even if he couldn't, didn't feel he could play for that team anymore. They they needed his leadership and other things he could offer them. I think the law of Andelect was it. I think if it was. Mm. I think maybe, but obviously boyhood club. He yeah, yeah, that's true. true. Uh, we'll go to tonight's games. Uh, we're obviously Monday. We're recording this. Uh, Sheffield United versus Wolves. Uh, Wolves winning two nil. Two goals in the opening six minutes. Uh, I, no, I said, I said Wolves. I mean FC Porto. Um, <laughs> do, you know, do, do you know they've got more Portuguese players in their team than Benfica and Porto put together? Wouldn't surprise me, actually. <laughs> I, I want to say this though, as an Albion fan, if if the Albion had access to those resources, I'd take full advantage of it, like Wolves have done. Yeah. Uh, Wolves. Uh, I mean, Raúl Jiménez, what a player he is! Oh, he's brilliant. Fantastic player. And the only thing that lets you down is the fact he is very old. For I mean, he's thir- I think thirty now. If he was a few years younger. What a, it could be well beat. Size as well, great header by the, uh, him. Yeah, apparently we inquired about him as and they wanted 80 million for him. Which <laughs> he was like, if he was like five years younger, perhaps, you know, perhaps, but not, yeah. not for a 30 year old. Exactly. So maybe you should sign him, Bruce. I don't think they've got 80 million knocking around, mm. to be honest. But 80 pence knocking about. <laughs> <laughs> but. I do think though that, um, Sheffield United. They, I, I watched, I watched bits of this game. I, obviously, I was playing football as well. But Sheffield United, they just looked lacklustre. It's sad to see, to be honest. Do you think they're going to miss? Do you think they're going to miss Dean Henderson in goal? 
Ramsdale's a good goalkeeper. Don't get me wrong, but he's not Dean Henderson level. I mean, I also think he needs time as well because obviously Henderson had two years. He knows that defense well, very, very well. That, that's what it is, I think, because they had for the past two seasons they had behind them Dean Henderson telling what to Dean Henderson telling what to do. I think um, they've got used to it. But I, I mean, Ramsdale did make some good saves. Um, he did look good, but Wolves just they just looked a different team. They just look a different level above Sheffield United. Uh, you know, in the, in the in the first ten minutes at least, but in the, you know, the whole game as well, they look really good. I uh, mean, if Everton and Wolves can keep up this sort of form, I think the the race for top six, top four is going to be very interesting this season. Yeah, I mean. And I, I, I think the uh, Wolves and Everton are my dark horses to break the monopoly of the top four. Could well do. I hope not, but yeah, I, <laughs> I can absolutely see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the likes of United, Man United, Arsenal, um, especially Tottenham, going on their current form, are, are really going to have to watch their backs this season. Uh, just got some stats though, uh, just to end this game. Uh, Sheffield United have lost each their last four games across all the competitions, their longest losing streak under what Chris Walder. Do you, do you think they're missing the fans? Maybe. Do you think that's kind of? Do you think maybe the intimidation has kind of gone? Uh, not because Bramall Br- Br- Lane. I've been there, and it's yeah, to be honest, it's quite a. He's a. He's quite a close grain to the pitch, and yeah, it's. I can see where you're coming from, but I think that they had nine games last season to get used to it. Um, but we didn't, did they? They were pretty shocking after restart. Oh, that's what it is. I think. I think. I think. Restart. The the lockdown restart affected. I mean, look, it affected Leicester big time. Affected Arsenal a lot. Well, in a good way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It affected teams negatively. I mean, look at it affected Leicester negatively, Sheffield United negatively. But then look at look at Arsenal. As you said, Arsenal had a fantastic spell after lockdown. Mm. Uh, Man United as well, uh, Chelsea, um, Leeds as well, the Championship. They had a fantastic uh, t- turn back. So I think it was, I think they should be used to it by now, the, the non crowds. Yeah. Do you, I mean... do you know what's interesting about those teams you mentioned, though? When you mentioned those teams, particularly Man United and Arsenal, those, I know the fans, particularly for Arsenal, are very, very critical of the team, especially, with, you know, in the stadium. So, so I wonder if maybe. If it's almost the opposite effect with Sheffield because they're so, you know, they're over achieved so much. Arsenal fans are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Are, I'm sorry, yeah. Arsenal fan TV profits on Arsenal playing badly. And the sooner that that entity ends, the better for Arsenal Football Club. Yeah, I can't argue with it. I mean, uh, I'm not a particular fan of it, uh, unless we win, then it's kind of nice to see um, people right. talking about it. But yeah, I, I can't stand ne- negativity. Even when Arsenal win, though, they always find something to moan about. It's mainly Meza Ozil. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I moan about Meza Ozil. Like, but like no, Ozil could be not playing, and yet they'll still moan about Meza Ozil, even when Arsenal win. Leave the man alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll just get to, we'll get to the last game. Uh, Chelsea versus Brighton. 
lots of lots of optimi- uh, lots of eyes look at this game. Obviously, because Chelsea have had a fantastic um, transfer window. They really have, haven't they? They've got some yeah. great talent. Timo, Timo Werner for fifty million quid is unbelievable. Mm. Uh, mm. Ziyech, uh, Chilwell, um, uh, Kai Havertz as well. It's Thiago Silva for free. Yes, yeah. Silva. Um, they're obviously going to get a new goalkeeper because Kepa is as useful as the chocolate teapot and split condom. Oh, but he, he was great today, wasn't he? He was absolute <laughs> wank again. <laughs> he, I, I've got to ask you something here. Have you two seen a worse goalkeeper at a big club than Kepa? Well, I've seen quite a few at Arsenal. Yeah, United had their fair share of uh, um, uh, Liam, keepers. Liam, Liam, I said big club. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, he must, have been, he must have been good somewhere to warrant that price tag and Chelsea's interest. There's something about the, prem- the way the Premier League's played that he just can't seem to adapt to. He was okay in Spain, but never set the world on fire. Well, so he was all right for Bill Bow, but it was... I mean, look, I mean, you can compare it to David De Gea. David De Gea, when he first came, was poor, yes? Yeah. De Gea adapted. Kepa has had two seasons now, and he still hasn't adapted to the Premier League. I feel like, I feel like he's got worse. He wasn't actually that bad at the beginning. He was just unspectacular. It's, it's, Could it be a confidence thing if he's getting worse, perhaps? Then, if, that, if that's the case, would you drop him? Mm. I think ever since the Sari thing, I think I think maybe his confidence confidence has gone. Right. I think you can only stick with somebody for so long, even if you are, you know, if you if you are worried about the hurting their confidence if you drop them. Yeah, I mean, did, I just question because I can't remember this far back. Did Fergie drop the hair for a little bit, or did he keep faith with him? I think he got faith in him. Mm, well, I can't remember. I can't honestly remember that far back now. In all <laughs> in all honesty. Um, well, just just, just go. Uh, I, I watched um, a little bit of this game. Uh, obviously, before we start recording this, though, Werner looked very good. Um, he looked sharp. Havertz looked a little bit looked a little bit um, jaded in a way. Obviously, first game in a Premier League, different league. Uh, but you know, uh, Werner winning the penalty that Jorginho put away. I think Jorginho has improved. Mm. Lampard. Yeah, he's um, he's always seemed like a bit of a. A square peg in a round hole, but like, it seems like he's kind of slowly <laughs> settling in. I like, I, I like that. I like that phrase. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So, Sorry, Ron. I do say that Brighton did play really well. They've done really well in the transfer window as well. Lallana on a free transfer. Oh, um, it's sad though. Do you see he got injured today? Yeah, I, I do feel for him because I think if he didn't have his injuries, I think he would be still be at Liverpool. I think he's one of the best midfielders, actually. Maybe not in the Prem, but he's he's one of he's definitely one of the better better ones. Yeah, obviously uh, uh, White as well had a fantastic season on loan at Leeds. He's come back to Brighton. He looked really good. Lamptey looks at yeah, he had an amazing game, a, didn't he? I was about to ab- say absolute talent against his parent club. Uh, no, didn't he leave them? Was he released by Chelsea and Brighton signed him? Really? Yeah, because uh, I, I think in the Premier League you can't play against your parent club. Yeah, it used to be like 
they could, but they'd have these sort of gentlemen's agreements oh, yeah, in place. Right, but right, yeah, okay, I no think no it has been I think it has been changed that yeah. you can't nowadays. Chelsea's lineup, Chelsea's formation. Have you seen it? It's a bit weird. It's four two two two. Oh, as well, like the two cams and oh, that's very interesting. Very, very interesting formation. But um, do you think it's because Pulisic is out? Maybe he's injured because he pulled his hamstring yeah, again. Maybe maybe because he's out. Maybe that's why they. Um, yeah, maybe just, that's why. Just think about just think about this Chelsea team going forward: Ziyech, Pulisic, Havertz, Werner. It's it's a scary prospect, isn't it? But it's like I said on that original pod, they've they've got to gel, and you know, three-one win as it is against Brighton isn't you know isn't exactly the marker you're looking for. I think is it. Have they got Liverpool next? I know they've got. I know they've got quite a big game. I'm sure they've got quite a big game next. Is that uh, is that Liverpool? Is that sorry? Is that Chelsea or is that Brighton? Chelsea, uh, Chelsea have got yes Liverpool. Uh, I mean, that's going to be a very interesting game at Stamford Bridge as well. So I think that that could that could go to their favour. But mm. uh, I'm just just going here. I, I have some stats um, regarding um, Kepa. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, Kepa. Since he joined Chelsea in 2018, Kepa has conceded more Premier League goals inside the box than any other goalkeeper. Uh, excluding, uh, obviously, including block shots. Kepa has conceded nine of the last 13 overall shots on target he has faced in the Premier League. Jeez. It's pretty poor showing, isn't it? Especially considering how much money he was brought in for. I mean, he's still kind of, he's still, he's 25, he's still kind of young. It's not like his career's but, over, but. Oh, no, for, for a goalkeeper, that that's nothing. For a goalkeeper, that's... Yeah, 25 is, is yeah. young for a goalkeeper, in fairness. Yeah, you have another 15 years at the top. But uh, just just before we move on to our last... Um, for move on to the big topic at the end. Uh, who, for you, was your player of the weekend? Uh, so, Carl, I'll start with you. Oh, player of the weekend? I'd have to say Salah, to be honest, with his, with his hat-trick and the way he sort of kept Liverpool going in that match. Yeah, Liam. Yeah, I, I mean, it probably would be sad, but I, I'm going to give a different, different answer just to kind of give a bit of, you know, variety is is the spice of life. Um, so I'm going to say, uh, I'll say, I'll say Phillips. Uh, I'll say Phillips. I, I think he really, I think he really showed the Premier League kind of what, what he can do, and I think, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how he does this season. Yeah, mine's James Rodriguez. I think he had, a, he had a very good debut. I think he he showed what he's all about, and I think he could be the catalyst for Everton uh, renaissance in a way. Um, and just one, just one more question before we move on. Obviously, um, who was the shock? The shock of the the weekend, Liam. Ah, well, I think it probably has to be probably has to be Leeds. I mean, yeah. What they did is just bloody incredible. I I, I don't know. I, I never saw. I thought they might do. I thought I thought we'd have a good showing, but I didn't think they'd nearly beat them. I mean, obviously they they lost in the end. So, but I think their tactics were very bold, and I think everyone in that team just worked fantastically. And I think I can't remember who scored their second goal, but I thought I was really really Bamford. well finished. Bamford. Oh, I, I, I'm thinking of the one before. Maybe it's the first goal then. Harrison. 
Oh, Housing, fantastic. Yeah. That's so amazing. But yeah, anyway, so um, what would be you, Reese? How poor West Ham was. Oh, it didn't surprise me. I knew they'd be bad, but I didn't think they'd be this bad. I think Fulham were actually worse than them. Yeah, but let's expect Fulham just come up there. West Ham... Actually, no, actually, no, yeah, West Ham were a lot worse. At least Fulham had some decent attacks. Yeah, I think just, just West Ham just looked so, so poor. So... Mm. Uh, Carl? Um, I'd have to agree with Liam. Um, so, Leeds' performance at Liverpool, I thought they were going to go out there and get um, hammered, but they yeah, had a really good showing and were perhaps unlucky not to get a point out of the game. Actually, also, I, I want to give a shout-out to Gabriel. I, I think, he, I, considering he's not his natural position, I think as the central centre-back in the back three, I thought he was absolutely fucking immense. Yeah, he's class signing. I I thought I thought he was a centre half. Oh, yeah, but he's he's usually a left centre back, and I I don't think he's ever played in the back three before, let alone in you know because the central like the central centre back in the back three is probably the most important part of it. Yeah, you got to remember though that you were only playing a pissant football club. (laughs) (laughs) I know, hey, 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 but they are the good guys, guys. (laughs) They are the good guys. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, idiots who like them. Sorry, I was I, I went a tangent then. Uh, but we can... my second team. Uh, I should be rooting for him, but oh well. I thought Brentford <laughs> second team. Brentford? No, they're just local to me. Actually, I will <laughs> say something. Um, Fulham have a fucking beautiful stadium, and now it kind of look, overlooks the river. I think it's bloody great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, every time I get to Cove Park, I'm enjoying it. But we move on now to our final topic. Um, so I'll ask you to this is Jose Mourinho the manager he once was and can he bring the glory days back to Tottenham or do you think he's past it and is a relic of the uh, a bygone era of football it's a difficult one um, whether because of what's happened with um uh, the COVID situation, Spurs, like many other clubs haven't had the funds or haven't wanted to spend the money to bring players in because I would have thought Jose would have liked to have sort of reshape the team a bit in his image, but I don't think he's really been able to do that. Um, but I don't know, it's not really clicked to, with him at Tottenham, has it? They had a couple of two or three good games under him and then they lost to United and since then they've not really regained their footing, have they? I kind of feel like they're just a very bad match. Like, jo- Jose Mourinho is a, a good manager, but it, and it's the same with Man United. He's just, Man United and Tottenham are very attacking teams and to change their philosophy so much, I think it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. And, and, and Tottenham don't even have the money that Man United did, so I, I think he's I don't think he's going to absolutely really kill them, but I don't think it's going to be a roaring success. He doesn't have it falling out of players. I mean, he fell out of Pogba. I mean, Martial couldn't stand him. He apparently wanted to move Martial on, but thankfully he didn't after the season he he just had last year. So, I don't know. He's a very divisive figure, isn't he? 
Yeah, I mean, he's for me, he's one of the best managers of all time. Let's not let's not disregard no, that. Yeah, definitely. I think the, 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 the things he's won uh, is incredible, but he's it's very much Jose's way or it's no way, hmm. and it feels like he's very unwilling to change, which is. A shame because yes, yes, you were very successful, but football's moved on from when you were successful. You, you know, what it reminds me of. It kind of reminds me of the, like the later years of Arsene Wenger, and also yeah, yeah I was thinking that, and also very unrelated. Think, um, it kind of reminds me of Jim Cornette in Ring of Honor. It just, uh, you know, what I mean, like it, it's like they're both they're very intelligent, but it just doesn't it doesn't work now. It's, it's yeah. not this. It's, it's not now. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think Tottenham was probably he's probably his last big job in the Premier League. I don't think that you're going to see him take over a big team in the Premier League again. And if you two have time, watch that talk, Tottenham documentary. Oh, it looks it, crap though. He he's entertaining. It's just shocking, to be honest with you. I mean, I watched it. And I just there going, wow, this is just pitiful, <laughs> pitiful. Um, but I mean, if you're going to watch, just watch how these man management skills are with Danny Rose. I mean, yeah, Danny Rose is a bit of a cock, but just watch that bit. Um, but I, I mean, Joe Tate's come out this week, come out after and said his Tottenham team were lazy, they didn't look up for it or anything like that. If you was a player, would you want your manager saying that in the public? Yes or no? Well, no, you wouldn't, but if it's true, then fair play, but I don't know. I, I, I do quite like the honesty. Also, one, one thing on Danny Rose, like, say what you want about him. He's a man who's been through a lot of mental health problems. And yeah. honestly, he's been a fucking amazing servant to that team. He's been there for, what, 10 plus years? Yeah. Like, could you imagine if, like, Barcelona just turned around to Messi and just said, Oh, you know what? Like we, we don't like you anymore. We're not even going to give you a fucking number. Uh, let, let's be honest. Messi was a big baby for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that... I know, but uh, just, just, just as an example, I think Rose is a, is a legend at that club. Oh, 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 oh a lot of Tottenham fans disagree with you there. I don't know a if lot... I'd go that far. Um, but yeah. Mate, he's, he's, he's um, no, for a good servant, he's, I mean, Ledley okay, King. Maybe, maybe I was too. Ledley <laughs> King is a Tottenham <laughs> legend. Dan Rose is a Tottenham player. Um, All right, fair just, enough. But he's been a very good servant. <laughs> uh, just, just before we move on, though, uh, just some breaking news that's come out. Uh, four players and club staff have tested positive for coronavirus in the Premier League. Well, the thing is, that, oh, that, was, um, that, was, that was one of Jose Mourinho's excuses, that, um, that uh, they had players like test for coronavirus. But if you... See, say if it was all four of their players... Like you know, that that, that tested positive. I just think I, I don't think that's enough of an, of an excuse. No, like, especially if, if it's yeah, especially if your main players are still being fielded. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, but it's been no, the Premier League have come out and said this. No specific details as to clubs or individuals were provided by the league, and results will be made public after each round of testing. So there was two thousand one hundred thirty-one uh, tests. Between seventh September and Sunday the thirteenth, uh, four players have tested positive, and they'll self-isolate for ten days. 
but it's gonna the, the season's not gonna be ended because of that. So uh, fingers crossed. Those four players are okay, and they make a full recovery. Yeah. Uh, but um, just uh, just before we finish, um, God, it's been a pleasure to record this back with you. Uh, I did miss you, but Carl, there's been some fantastic news. Are you ready for this? Go on then. Me and you, through our fundraising and our unrelenting work, we've managed to free the Jeeves. Wait, 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 wait what? <laughs> Sorry, um, wait. Carl, we have set we have we have set free to them. They are all no. they are all being uh, rehomed. They are all being taken <laughs> care of. And they're in my cupboard. No, Liam Hall, your reign of terror is over. Yeah. What have you done with them? We've <laughs> oh, got the people who will love them. Oh. Yeah. No one loves them. How, how can you do this to me? You're my friends. Uh, well, well, Liam. That's not go overboard. That's not go overboard, dear friend. <laughs> oh, um. oh, my God. Uh, now he's been muted yeah Carl uh, um, God that, that got a bit ugly that cry Carl uh, yeah, just a bit Carl do, do you want to do your plugs right before we go yeah you can find me at uh, Carlos underscore fire 89 on Twitter and Instagram you can find the brand at rogue underscore opinions at uh, Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on all good podcasting platforms like Apple and Anchor, and check out our back catalogue and other pods by other people. Liam, um, are, you, are, you, are you able to do your plugs, or are you going to be silly and cry? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, you can find him at, at Harper Milo on Twitter, where you can send him positive messages because we've set freed his army of gimps uh and you can find <laughs> Jeeves, if you're listening to this please come home <laughs> daddy misses you leo he's with me now you monster and how can you do this to me uh, because i can uh you can find me at arsenal's like 95 and yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Better Media Podcast. But until next week, guys, uh, it's been a pleasure. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.